Hi, this is Adam Bergman, partner of the IRA Financial Group. Today I want to discuss the passing of the new tax bill by the House, November 17th, or actually November 16th, 2017, and really what it means for, for all of you, uh, especially real estate investors, who I think are actually the really big winners in this new tax plan. But I'm going to summarize some of the salient points. Obviously, you know, this, this can change. Um, you know, the, the House Speaker, uh, Paul Ryan's obviously pretty excited about it. And uh, this is something the Republicans have tried to uh, you know, obviously get through, and, and they're pretty confident. Uh, interesting, of course, no Democrats voted for the bill, uh, but they're hopeful that um, th this will get through. And the next step is for the Senate to pass its version and then for both chambers to reconcile their substantial differences. So who knows where this goes, but uh, as I promised, I'll keep everyone abreast of any uh, changes in the tax bill. Uh, this thing is 444, pa 440 pages, so uh, a lot of reading. Uh, but uh, the goal, again, is to tax cut and uh, create jobs. And uh, the main uh, threshold is really the reduction of the corporate tax rate from 35 to 20%. That's something that, obviously, uh, Republicans have, have, and President Trump have talked about. The other thing is the pass-through. A reduction to 25%. With there's some restrictions, and we'll get into that in a, in a bit. There's there's obviously not a lot of clarification on how the pass-through business is going to apply to uh, what type of businesses. How is it going to be calculated when it comes to self-employment income versus business income? We've gotten some information, not a whole lot, but I think that's going to need to be flushed out because uh, some of the perceived winners today may not feel like winners uh, when, when more information is provided based on mm -hmm. the, uh, uh, the Republican uh, plan. So let's just break it down a little bit. Um, actually, the House uh, voted on a tax bill only, so there's no um, affordable, affordable care mandate still in, and they didn't remove it. So that's uh, of, of interest. The Senate bill uh, intended to scrap it. The, the winners, I think, are... are, are Clearly, big co corporations going from 35 to 20 percent, which is in line where most of the developed world is in terms of tax rate reductions and tax rates. I think it's going to be good. Um, unfortunately, 95 percent of all new businesses are pass-through entities, LLCs, S-corps, partnerships, which do not pay corporate tax. So the corporate tax rate reduction will probably help big businesses, public companies like Apple or Google, and also larger businesses. Um, we'll see how that goes because the issue is a lot of big companies like GE or Apple, they don't pay 20% anyways because of a lot of their uh, incomes overseas and a lot of their tax planning. Uh, they don't even pay 20%. So hopefully the companies that are paying more than 20 will 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 take the tax reduction and reinvest it into their employees, into their business, and stimulate the economy. That's the goal. Hopefully these companies will also be more competitive on the, the world stage. Uh, but, but that's good. The other nice thing for big business win is that if you're holding cash overseas, you can avoid the 35% tax on the repatriation. You bring the money back, the tax rate would go to 12%. So uh, that's interesting. The, the entire business tax system, would, which also changed from worldwide system, in which money anywhere around the globe is taxed, to a territorial system, which I'm really in favor of, which is mostly money made in the U.S. that is taxed. This would also bring us more aligned with a, a lot of uh, foreign, a lot of other com countries that don't tax you on your worldwide income or businesses on your worldwide income, and only tax you on on income earned in the United States or in the territory. I don't know where that will go. Um, there's a whole area of the tax code called subpart F which deals with foreign income taxation for U.S. businesses. Uh, I haven't seen enough on that to know 
what's going to happen, but I'm all in favor of having these companies repatriate the income. It was very successful in 2001 to stimulate the economy when President Bush did it. So I think it would be helpful here too. I'd like to see how this plays out if we go from a global worldwide system to a territorial system. Uh, I haven't seen any details on that, but it's going to change the tax code dramatically. And it could obviously lead to a lot of uh, tax planning where U.S. businesses are actually keeping more money overseas because uh, potentially there's there's even less tax to be done since they're not paid on your world, the worldwide income. We'll, we'll see. I don't know where this will go. Uh, maybe not. Maybe they'll end up declaring it since they're only paying U.S. tax on what they make in the U.S. and they're going to just pay foreign tax on the rest. They'll become more competitive like a lot of the European companies. Uh, but that could create a lot of uh, structuring where you're going to see a lot of uh, businesses and tax-free havens like Luxembourg, potentially, where Ireland, where the money is going to be generated. Well, not maybe not Ireland, because their tax rate now will be along with this 12% or so, but maybe Luxembourg, where maybe there's no tax, or Caymans, and, and generate a lot of income that way and, never, and, and not pay the U.S. tax of 20%, because zero is obviously better than 20. So we'll see where that goes. I'm curious to see where it moves if, when we go to a worldwide system to a territorial. The worldwide tax system's been unique to the United States. It, it's been a source of frustration for many businesses, but it, it's been the norm for 30 or so years. So we'll see how that plays out with the level of globalization today versus 30 so years ago. It's definitely more um, relevant to, to U.S. businesses. So that's a major change. The the next um, item I want to talk about is a pass-through income item. I'm a big fan of, of reducing pass-through income. I actually thought it'd be easier if they just lowered the income tax brackets. Since most small business owners, the LLCs and S-Corp partnerships, they're flow-through entities, so they do not pay tax. So that's why they don't pay corporate tax. So my my uh, idea was just forget about having a pass-through tax reduction. Just, just lower individual income tax rates across the board. If you lower it even for high-income earners from 39 to even 25% or 20, uh, those those owners will pay less tax and hopefully uh, invest more in the business. You don't even need a pass-through tax if you just lower the income tax brackets. But they, they went for this income tax pass-through reduction. Uh, the latest House bill talks about a reduction from 396 to 20, 25%. But it excludes service companies like consultants and lawyers and accountants. So we'll see where that goes because those, those types of industries are not thrilled. And there's a complex formula where 25% or so um, or 30% of the business income uh, will, will be subject to this tax uh, reduction. Um, so this 30% this or so reduction... Um, or, or excuse me, with a 25% rate only is going to apply to 30% or so of the business income. So they're going to lower, lower the, the top rate on pass-through income, which is now the 396 for income tax. That's the highest income tax bracket. They're going to lower it from pass-through income to 25%. That's going to, and they're going to carve out service incomes like consultants and lawyers. Um, we're going to see where a lot of businesses try to move some of that consulting and services to more uh, non-consulting services income if possible. Um, not sure how that goes, but the, the issue then, there's this whole complex formula where the rate will only apply to 30% of the business income and the rest will still be subject to regular ordinary income tax rates since they're passed through income. Uh, who knows? The, the, the House idea is that they claim that 85% or more of small business owners pay less than 25%, so it's not going to be a big issue. Who knows? Uh, I, again, I, I, I would rather just reduce income tax brackets. Um, and then it's a phase in, so it's only going to be available fully in 2022. 
big winners, I think, are, are real estate pass-through uh, investors. Um, many parts of this pass-through bill, the 25% lower rate, should apply to all income from passive real estate. So since there's really not a lot of service income there, it's all passive real estate. Real estate investment funds, real estate investors, small real estate investors will be the big winner because their tax rate, if they're successful, will go from the top, top tax bracket of 39.6 to 25%. Huge win for passive investors, real estate investors. Um, we'll see how it plays out for private equity or hedge fund service versus business income. But real estate investors, I think, so far look like the biggest winners. Um, obviously, you know, there's, there's the claim uh, by the Democrats, at least, that the wealthy are getting a, a big chunk of this victory, too, because there's a, the, one is the repeal, ultimately, the estate tax. They're going to increase the estate tax from 5.5 currently to 11 and 18, and then eventually do away with it in 24. So a lot of people feel that's a big win for the wealthy. Um, there's obviously a feeling by the Republicans that most Americans are going to pay the same or lower tax until t 2023. So they've claimed that close to 90% uh, of Americans will pay less or, or see little change. Um, but in 2023, only 40% would pay less. So uh, again, uh, we'll see what this means for the regular average American. Uh, by 2023, a key middle-class tax rate will, will expire. Um, so uh, we'll see uh, the family flexibility credit goes away in 2022. Um, another thing, uh, they'll be simpler um, because seven tax brackets will be four, 12, 25, 39, and 39.6. Interesting, they are keeping the 39.6. There was some talk about the House wanting to reduce it, but they were worried the president would, would push them to keep the top tax bracket, so they didn't want to uh, go against the president, uh, even though I'm not sure what he would do. I would love to see it capped at 25%. I think 35, 39.6 is too, too high. I think you're going to see a lot of um, structuring and maneuvering to get through and, and have some of that income pass through. I think W-2 employees lose out, uh, high-income W-2 earners, because they're going to be stuck at that 39.6, not going to benefit from the pass-through tax rate reduction. So we'll see. There, anytime there's discrepancies in tax rates, you see the corporate tax rate 20%, pass-through at, at 25 even though that may only apply to 30% of the business income, and then income tax rates all the way to 39.6, you're going to see, you see discrepancies. You're going to see some type of uh, tax planning to take advantage of the discrepancies. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Um, I'm, I'm all for four tax brackets, but I, I wish the, the, brackets would be, uh, the highest bracket would be lower. Uh, there's a new family flexibility credit worth $300 for individuals, $600 for couples. Um, so the, the other par part of this is there's tax rate reductions. There's a lot of deductions that are going away, which I know uh, have, have caused some concern to, to some people. The good thing, the, the three ones that are pretty much staying, charitable deductions are staying. Uh, you get a property uh, tax deduction up to $10,000. It's capped. So there was some talk about doing away with the property uh tax deduction ability, so you can deduct the property taxes on your federal return. They've capped it at 10000 which would cover a good chunk of Americans. Interesting enough, the mortgage interest deduction has been reduced from a million to 500000 So basically, if you, you can't, if you take a mortgage of more than 500000 you can only deduct 500000 on your return, even if you have a higher mortgage, which is currently a million. Uh, that could hurt the housing market. I've seen chatter from, from certain states, the high uh, states with high property values, New York, Florida, California, that, that it could have a, an impact on home purchases. We will see um, 
Not sure how that's going to play out. Uh, obviously, the big concern is state and local tax deductions. Um, about 30% of, of filers itemize. So if you're trying to uh, deduct your state income tax on your federal return, you're not going to be able to. Uh, only the property deduction will remain. So states like New Jersey, New York, California, uh, are, are potentially their, their higher income earners are going to see uh, potentially higher tax do because of the, the, the failure to be able to re, uh, deduct the state. And especially if they itemize, and probably if they're high-income earners are going to itemize, they may lose that deduction. Who knows? We'll see if we're going to see a migration out of there, uh, or people are just going to live with the higher tax, uh, or the states will lower their tax. Who, who knows? Uh, the adoption credit stays. Uh, 401k exemption stays. Um, which is good. Um, I, I, I wasn't concerned. I, I always said that there's a better chance of Cleveland Browns, and, and sorry to any Cleveland Browns fans, but it's a better chance of Cleveland Browns win the Super Bowl this year than the, the IRS or the, I mean, excuse me, the House or, or Senate does anything with 401k exemptions for tax deduction. That was just an, a non-starter. It wouldn't benefit anyone. So I'm happy about that. Uh, tax credits for plug-in motor vehicles are getting repealed in 18. So Tesla owners or, or, or other types of Electric car owners may, may see the tax credits go bye-bye, so maybe it's a good time to buy them today. Uh, deduction for medical expenses will go away in 18. Write-off costs for your tax repair will go away in 18. Moving expenses deductions will go away in 18, except for military members. Most tax benefits for college, uh, you, know, you get $2,500 a year in student loan interest, gone. Uh, deductions for theft or loss of valuables, gone. Uh, this bill they claim is going to cost uh, 1.4 trillion, uh, which is under that 1.5 number. So uh, we'll see where this goes. I mean, the big winners I think are real estate passive investors. Corporations are, are obviously the big winners because their tax rate is going to go from 35 to 20. Real estate pass-through investors could go from 39.6 to 25 percent. Uh, service W-2, high-income W-2, and and service-type businesses like attorneys, uh, I don't think are big winners at all because they're going to still be paying the highest tax bracket, 39.6. Um, and, and, and those entities generally aren't going to be able to be uh, formed as corporations. Maybe, maybe some accountants would, but generally a lot of states um, – require certain services, legal and such, to be in certain types of entities, uh, partnerships, uh, typically LLC. So we'll see where that goes. Uh, the state tax deduction uh, elimination is huge for, for people in New Jersey, New York, California, Connecticut, uh, Missouri, because they have state tax rates usually over 5%. Uh, so that's tough. Um, 401ks are staying the same. Uh, individual tax rates will be simpler for brackets, but again, uh, the highest rates staying the same, 39.6. So, uh, you know, this I, I don't think the the the, the rich are are, uh, are super excited. They're they're not the big winners, uh, unless they're a pass-through entity type business where uh, it's business income and not service income. W-2 uh, high-income earners aren't going to see much benefit. They may even pay more tax, because especially if you're in New York or New Jersey uh, or California, you're not going to get the state income tax deduction. Child credit's a little bit more. Uh, but overall, I think the, the, the middle class will see some, some tax reductions. I think high-income earners will not, unless you're a pass-through business owner of generating business income or you own a corporation. Um, but we'll see. I'm all for tax cuts. Uh, I think there'll still be some changes. We'll see where it goes from here. 
what the Senate ends up doing and, and what type of differences exist and how they reconcile those differences. But I wanted to give everyone an update. Uh, I think we're moving in the right direction. I'm happy they didn't touch 401ks. I'm happy corporate tax rates lower. I wish they would keep the pass-through rate uh, lower or just scrap a pass-through tax idea and just reduce income tax brackets where the highest tax rate is 25%. Um, I'm all for that. Uh, I know they obviously create a lot of lost tax revenue, but I think there'd be ways to make it up if they eliminated certain deductions. Uh, the, the mortgage interest deduction going from a million to 500,000 could have a big impact in certain states, Florida, New York, California. Uh, also property tax exemption, the deduction is, is uh, limited to 10,000 bucks. So anyone who itemizes and if 30% or so itemize, those people itemizing, if you're in, in New York, California, or, or states with income tax, high property taxes, you probably will be paying higher taxes, especially if you're a W-2 and not a pass-through business owner. Um, anyways, I hope you found this helpful. Adam Bergman, IRA Financial. If you have questions, email me, uh, Adam B, A-D-A-M-B as in boy, Adam B at IRA Financial Group. Give us a call, 800-472-0646, and I promise I uh, will keep everyone up to date in the next week or so uh, when we hear more about uh, where the Senate's going on this. Thanks, and uh, until next time.